have a very, very special episode. One of my very good friends have been private coaching Rick for, it feels like eternity now. How, how long has it been, Rick? <laughs> it's been most of the year. What, it was about April maybe this year we started? Yeah, it feels like ages, but I think that's right. because Rick was used to be my last coaching client on Wednesday, so we would <laughs> chat for a pretty long time. We have a lot of similar interests. Um, so um, I've asked him to come on because, guys, he got a really amazing result with a Godfather offer, which is an upfront play. Um, but also he has a really amazing story for you guys with um, what's kind of happened in his business over the last 12 months. Um, so, Rick, welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much for joining. Um, for the guys who, you know, haven't met you um, before, um, give us a little rundown about why you got into the fitness industry and a little bit about your business. Yeah. Uh, thanks for having me, mate. Um, yeah, just kind of like fitness obsessed, mate. Like I love training and all that sort of thing. And You do um, love your training. Yeah. <laughs> Um, eat, sleep, and uh, train, mate. But yeah, yeah, I had a mate who started like a PT studio, and I always thought that was cool. Um, I just don't do things in halves, man. So bought a huge business um, yeah. as like a side business, um, and probably didn't really understand what it took to run the business. Although we did all right, um, but yeah, I thought it would be a bit cruisier than it has been. But um, mm. yeah, I've really like enjoyed it, and it's probably a bit of a passion of mine to sort of build that, and eventually want to do that full time. So. Yeah, bought the business like mid-2018. Um, it'd been an established gym for maybe 10 years before that. Um, yep. And had like a bit of a average reputation or whatever, like it, they'd sort of ran it not that well, I guess, and we took it over and really built that up. So we're probably like the best-reviewed gym in the area. Um, we've got our member base. It was almost 1,400 pre-COVID, and then we yep. got smacked. Um you know, lost sort of 30% of that. And then within basically the last sort of eight, nine months, we've built that back up to over 1,300. So, um, yeah, been a huge turnaround this year when we finally got to, to run. And, and mate, you really got smacked when you bought the gym because you bought it just before COVID, didn't you? I bought it mid-2018. So I had like a little bit of um, bit of sunshine time. But then, mm. I don't know, like, I don't know what other people experienced it, but yeah, bought an existing gym and found out like the aircon was knackered. And that was like 40 or 50 oh. grand and, you know, just like little things like that, um, which were like nice surprises. And, yeah, I had to spend a bit of time fixing up the facility. But, um, yeah, had a little bit of good time before um, before COVID hit. And um, so, guys, so Rick manages his gym virtually. So we, we were having dinner out at, um, what was that place called, Tractor? It's in Whoopty, Whoopty Fuck down there in Victoria. It was beautiful feed Tractor though. or something? Yeah. I, Next time we catch up, let's just go get a massive steak. For sure. Like I was like, with those small little meals, you'll feed those pipes, man. But anyways, we're having dinner. And then I was like, Rick told me that you don't really go into your gym too much. Like you manage it like an actual business owner. And I'm not sure if you remember my floor, my jaw hit the floor. I was just like, what? You were angry, um, mate. You were dirty. I was, I was physically, I was upset. <laughs> like I wasn't even happy for you. Because yeah. I remember I go all this stuff that I did for so many years and yeah. you're just like rubbing it in my face, but you have a, a job that you really, really enjoy that you've done for many years. Um, and then you're also managing um, the gym kind of outside of hours and, and things like that. Um, before we get into the, the Godfather offer um, is that's like an incredible skill set. Did you learn really good management techniques in your, your current job or, or how did you kind of develop the skills to be able to do that? Um, a little bit, like obviously at school and that studied like business and management and things like that as well. Um, but then, yeah, working in teams, I guess 
I've worked with other good managers and that before, and so you sort of know um, what you like. Um, but then also, I don't know, I'm just, I've got my head in the business all the time, so I seem to have my finger on the pulse a little bit on what's going on, and then just having a good relationship with your um, like club manager or people in the management roles, so that you've got a feel of what's going on, I think. Yeah, and you've got a, a really good manager at the moment. Um, yeah. You know, I remember when we first were started, we did kind of like a, you know, staffing audit when we ran that. Do you remember the first event that we planned, like on our first session, yeah. the open day? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but let's um, let's bridge into the to the Godfather offer. Now, now first of all, you really focus on recurring revenue um, within yeah. your business. That's kind of the number that you obsess about you the yeah. most is why is that kind of really important to you as a business owner? Um, I just like surety. Like I like to know, like like with planning and things like that, I, I don't really plan unless I know that that is physically like money coming in. Um, so direct debits has been good for us. And then like pre-COVID, we were billing like 33, I think when I took over the business, like 34, 35K a fortnight. Yep. And then um, I built that up a little bit. But then, yeah, like after COVID, we were billing around 21, like when we finally got out of it. And I just know we need to make that up. And I thought at least if I have 12 months of just pure adding that, and it's a bit stupid in the mm. end because adding people at 32.90 uh, a week, a fortnight, sorry, is um, takes a lot it's of people slow, to sign up. Yeah. So burn, yeah. Yeah. And now, yeah, we've built it up to like 37K, I think, since um, since we started. So. I think it's like as, as business owners, like owning a business is like pretty stressful. And if you're constantly chasing those upfront sales, which a lot of businesses do, um, I know in my personal circumstance, when I first u- first used this Godfather play, I got a little bit hooked. It was, it was a little bit like a powerful drug. Like um, my results weren't as amazing as yours, but I remember, I still remember we got paid $20,000 in a day. And I was like, I'm going to be a billionaire here. <laughs> and we just went ballistic at it. And then kind of six, seven months later, we realized that our recurring revenues way under um, we have a lot of cash in the bank. We're like reasonably smart with it, but it's actually really stressful because you start the month knowing that you're going to lose money if your recurring revenue isn't over your expenses. And yeah. that was like, I, I felt like I was always in fight or flight um, at that stage where you're like, we've got to move and sell. So even though it's a really good tool and we'll talk about how you used it, if it's used in the wrong way, um, it can cause a very, very stressful business. That's how 100%. a lot of on... That's how a lot of people in my space run their business. I'll collect all their payments up front, those online businesses, and they've got to keep keep selling. It's kind of like a pyramid scheme kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. And so, and when you first ran the Godfather, because I think we talked about it for a couple of months, and you really do. I remember you go, "No, I just want to focus on my recurring, on my recurring." Um, yeah. And when you when you first ran the the offer, um, how much cash did you collect from giving a, a discount for your members for a year? Yeah, so I was really hesitant to run it. Like, I know that's one of the first things you sort of show people to use. And, yeah, I armed and armed for months. Um, but, yeah, I think it was July we ran it and collected 61K, um, yeah, straight off the bat, which was pretty easy. Um, and you were saying before, so you just sent out an offer via text and email and then people replied. Yep. Um, and then you just loaded up everyone into a Google Sheet and text message them, get confirmation of the payment, good business move, and yep. then just collected over like it, it took you like two to three weeks. So you said, hey. Yeah, yeah. We kept like having other people want to jump on it and I wasn't really, didn't want to turn down anyone um, for cash. Yep. Um, the second time we ran it, we did start turning people down, which I think's a good move because people miss out and they want to get on it. But um, 
yeah, it took us about a couple of weeks to finalise everyone's payments. We got everyone to say yes. Yeah. And then, so the second time you ran it, you made another like 20,000, did you? So you, yeah, like you got about, 80, about 84 in cash collected over the, the couple of times you ran it. Yep. And I guess, how did it feel as a business owner knowing that you can collect $60,000 in three weeks if you have to? Awesome, mate. And like just the confidence you have that you can, if you ever get in a spot where you need it or like you want to do something, like I think... I always thought, oh, you might do it and then put the money into something like upgrade the gym or something like that, but that's not what you want to do. You want to put it into marketing to grow and then that way you've taken, you've borrowed from the future to grow now is sort of how I look at it. Um, mm. But, yeah, I just think the second time we ran it, I was still unsure. I'm like, oh, will I get the same sort of response? And then we got collected 21 in a couple of days. So I just think it's a really good tool if you want to pull that lever. Yeah, and we'll um... – so Rick said something a couple of, of moments ago about how I told him to run it at the start. And the, the reason why we do that, guys, is uh, people come to us to grow really quickly. Um, so if they have five, ten, fifteen thousand dollars, they're able to reinvest that into their marketing to grow. Um, but you have a, a pretty good risk tolerance, I must admit, Rick, because you were just like, no, no, we're get, we're gonna we're gonna sort it. Um, and you spend pretty extensive budgets. What's your your kind of weekly ad spend? Yeah, it's about 150 bucks to sometimes 200 bucks a day. So yeah, yeah. it's about well, that's 750. Yeah. yeah. So um, you have a really good risk tolerance to to kind of do that, and you had a lot of belief. Um, but you've got really good results off your off your Facebook ads this year. Talk to us a bit about that. Yeah, it's been huge. So like we have multiple lead sources, but generally grow primarily on Facebook ads. Um, we find they sort of work the best. But yeah, we've added yeah around half a million dollars in revenue. Um, like recurring <laughs> revenue, so which is nice um, after the last couple of years. Mm. And, yeah, we've probably added over 300 members. So that's like including people who have cancelled and we've added on top 300. So we've probably sold eight to 900 memberships this year or probably since April, bro. So, yeah. You've got the most insane retention rate. Yeah. What's so it? I think What's... this month we're 2.7 <laughs> or something like that, mate. So I was pissed off when it was like 4.5 and people still thought that was good. So, yeah, now we're under threes. It's, it's pretty awesome. That is, that is mental. That's like better than our one. We're messaging our clients like two to three times a week and stuff. <laughs> it's, it's like, it's Everyone really gets crap. a cuddle when they come in, mate. They feel loved. So, yeah. Mm. And so so with the, with the Godfather, the first time around um, when you collect around that 60 mark, um, yep. what what did you kind of use it on? What kind of, kind of things um, did you use that cash on? A little bit was just like catching up on bills, um, but then, yeah, really put it hard into marketing. So I just put it away and said, you know, we're going to use this to grow. Um, yeah. But, yeah, as I said, like we were losing money at the start of the year quite aggressively. And so you got to catch up a little bit on that and just make sure that you're in a good position. And then, yeah, we've sort of banked a bit of cash now that we can sit on, which is good. Yeah, I think it's it's – it's actually kind of funny because a, a lot of people who do programs with us will do a little, you know, cash injection play. But the reason why I liked the way that you did it, because you're a bit more patient, is you actually knew that that money you collected, when you use it right, you would grow based on previous experience. It wasn't like kind of like a, a false prediction of like, oh, yeah, if I have like 60 grand, I'll reinvest that into my ads. And guys, Rick invested nowhere near 60K in his ads as we covered before. But you actually had proof that you would grow. So now that's a big thing, man. Like we ran for months, and it wasn't until we got months of consistent growth that I thought, well, I'll run this, and then I get money to keep doing it because we had something that was working. So yeah, hundred percent. Mm. 
And um, it's it's just a, a real confidence thing um, for people because a lot of fitness business owners don't believe they can grow because they haven't grown in the last three, six months, which you and I have both been in that position. Um, but once you do realize that you can grow consistently um, off paid ads and, and a bit of omni-channel marketing, um, is then you're more likely to reinvest that cash. But the second time you ran it, when you collected 21, you mainly banked most of that, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. Just want to, you know, money in the bank, um, just for upcoming things, yeah. Just a little bit of security, so. And are you kind of planning to run an offer like this again or are you just kind of keeping up your sleeve? What are you kind of kind of thinking? It's very well planned. Yeah, so we'll run it Boxing Day again. Um, I'm interested to see how it goes on Boxing Day. Um, mm. Like, I don't know whether people are hungover from Christmas or, or what, but we'll see um, see how that goes. And then, yeah, we might run it sort of end of financial year next year too. Um, yeah. But I reckon we'll probably keep it to twice a year going forward. Yeah. And and you'll kind of limit it again on Boxing Day, just try and collect a certain amount and kind of move yeah, on? Yeah, maybe like 10K or something like that, yeah. I'd like testing it, it on different days and like seeing, and then next time I know, okay, if I need to run it that day. <laughs> I'm not sure if that's me rubbing off on you because most of our combos <laughs> – me and Rick have these very yeah. detailed combos and it always comes like, oh, let's test it. <laughs> yeah. Test and measure, mate. Test and measure. Gonna, yeah. you, never, you never know. It'll go ballistic on Boxing Day, though. But I really love, is, is a reason you're limiting it to protect your recurring revenue or is there another reason? A little bit, a little bit. Um, but also to make it a little bit desirable when we do run it because ah, I think if you, offer, yeah, if you run the offer all the time and anyone can jump on it, People aren't as inclined. They're like, oh, yeah, I'll get to it. So I think capping it, people go, oh, no, like they're going to cut it off. I need to get on this. So, yeah. Mm. Well, it's a, the old, um, oldest trick in the book, scarcity in marketing. Yeah. But when it's actually real scarcity, yeah. um, it means a, it means a lot more. So, yeah. and, mate, I just want to – I talked to you about previously about a couple of lessons because – um, I guess, where was your business 12 months ago? Um, so you're in a very di- different position now, but talk to the guys about where you are because your work as- work ethic, tenacity, ability to do the task needed to grow is that I've never had a coaching client like you. It's 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 off the charts. Um, but talk to them about, it? <laughs> it's a good thing. It's like, <laughs> right. right. But um, let's talk about where the business kind of was compared to yep. where it is today, um, just so we can put a bit of background on the on the three lessons you learned this year. Yeah. So, yeah, we, as I said, like pre-COVID, like end of uh, 2019, we were pushing like 1,400 uh, members and we are in a good position. Like we are making money, um, you know, hiring staff and all that sort of thing. And then and mine's, mine's a big business. Like we're 1,278 square metres, um, rents 400K a year. Like it's a big business. Um, mm. And then, yeah, post-COVID, we seem to open in Melbourne. So we're in Melbourne. We shut down for two years and we seemed to open just long enough to process all our cancels and then shut again before we could grow. And, yeah, we probably lost 30%. So I think we were, we were losing over 300K, man. Um, mm. And so like had that back, we'd had a crunch open near us, a club lime and some other gym all open within two Ks of us. And they're all selling like six bucks a week, um, you know, opening offers and all that sort of thing. So that's what we're competing with against a gym that had been around 15 years. So we had to be aggressive and, um, yeah, we were really. And you've had a, a pretty amazing year where next year, you know, on all of our projections, you're going to be um, profitable. So you've got yourself from negative 300 to profitable in 12 months, which is pretty fucking incredible to be fair when you when you think about it. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. Mate, the, 
The first lesson you wanted to share was to focus on the processes, not the results. Um, I'm yep. not sure if this is a little. Have you read the book Chop Wood, Carry Water? It's on my list. You've told me about it a few times, but yeah, I haven't quite. I, I wonder if it's a lesson from that. But but talk to us about how your your business is able to focus on the process, not the results, and how that helped you this year. Yeah, definitely. I think like um, even in the past, like when we'd run something, like we'd sort of back away from it if the result didn't go our way. And now we really focus on did we get everything right um, beforehand and that's how we measure whether it went well or not, I guess. And the more we started doing that, the better um, we started getting results. So I think concentrating on that versus the outcome and I think if you're working dictated on your results, sometimes you get disheartened and you don't put as much effort into it. But when it's on process driven, you know what you've got to do. You tick it off and move on. I think, yeah, it's been it's been a different mindset for us, and I think it's really really helped. So, yeah. you know, but have you ever? Um, do you follow Andy Frazella much? A little Andy bit. Frizzella. Yeah, I've seen a few things he's so, done. Yeah. He just has um like a, a kind of a little spiel, I guess, that he talks about about winning the day, where yep. you know. But you have massive life aspirations. Um, we've all got big goals, right? Or, you know, people we want to hang out with have big goals. Yeah. Um, but all we can focus on is really winning today, which is like going through the daily processes, you know, whatever that is for each different person. Because the more that you focus on that end result and outcome, um, you don't really control what happens in that aspect. So all we can control is getting up out of bed, putting our feet on the floor and dominating today. Um, and I love where you focus on those processes and planning. You're very, very well-planned business owner, which I guess like you're on a different caliber to the average fitness business owner that Rick, and I believe it's because of the level of employment you've had elsewhere before you came in. Um, most fitness business owners, um, and we're a beautiful bunch, um, but they come as personal trainers. They they only get indoctrinated into the culture of actually being in gyms, which let's face it, probably aren't the best run businesses in the world in comparison to yes. proper run companies. So yes. I think that's really held you in, in such amazing stead is actually the knowledge you got externally. Um, but you always want to talk about being aggressive. And ever since like day one is like, you really keep me on my toes with um, your big dossier of monthly goals, which I love. Um, <laughs> But you're you're a very aggressive um, business owner. You don't really take your foot. I don't think we've ever talked once about taking our foot off the gas in any aspect. No. How has that kind of kind of helped you, like really transform your business this year? It's been huge. Um, you've sort of like as I said, like we had competition in the area. We were like back against the wall, sort of what had happened to us. Um, and I just feel being aggressive. We've seen really good things come from it, and so we just play it like it's the fourth quarter, mate, attack mode 24-7. So, <laughs> um, yeah, uh, I, think, I just think that's Jimmy the best buckets. way to run a business, mate. Um, and I think, like, I know you sort of talk about running hard and then maybe taking a little break and stuff like that, like, you know, to recharge. Mm. And I might have to do that a little bit more next year. But, yeah, I think um, just going hard is, mm. has been a huge, huge win for us. So, um, yeah. And you sort of momentum. I keep talking about momentum, but... When it was going well, we've just kept going and going. And then, like, if anything, but if that momentum stopped, maybe we'd stop and relook at what we're doing. But we've just had momentum the whole year. So, yeah, I've actually been doing some studies. So it'll be, be interesting where our coaching goes because I've always done 90 day game plans, as you might have like picked up. 
And I find in in a 90 day, it's so long where you dominate your first month, the middle month, nothing happens. The the last couple of weeks of the third month, it's like, let's finish everything. Um, So I've actually been doing some coaching with someone and he runs his life in six week sprints. So what he does is a six week sprint and then a two week kind of break. And then he just repeats that process over and over. And when I was like studying the concept, I'll flick you the video after this. Um, I was like, that kind of makes sense to me because you can get a lot done. It's like running your life in six-week challenges. Yeah. Um, so so we're going to be testing that in um, like Q1 Q1 next year. Um, so it'll be really interesting how it, how it goes. And in those two weeks, you're actually just planning for the next six-week sprint. So not as much happening. So, um, But you've always got to be aggressive. You're obviously very aggressive in your ad spend, um, which I think helps you. How many leads do you reckon you generated this year off paid ads? It'd be over fourteen hundred, I reckon. Yeah, something like that. But that's just paid ads. So, like, we've got other lead source and things like that too. Um, got your VA, old, got a couple of leads. <laughs> yeah, he's he's getting there. So, a bit of a slow burn, but I'm getting him there. Um, mm. But yeah, I remember like an old business coach told me you should be spending five percent of your revenue on um, like ads, like advertising your business. So, yeah, for yeah. us, that's sort of pretty big money. Um, but yeah, I probably did never took that lesson. I don't reckon. Like I spent, but I never spent to the level that I'm spending now, and I'm definitely seeing the results. Yeah, I'm not sure what. I'm. I'm going to figure out what. I'm just going to bring out my calculator. Yeah, you'll I'm fall over when you see five percent of your business, mate. Yeah, I'm definitely not spending five percent. <laughs> That's heavy. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe I need to meet this business coach. Get it part of on me. Well, do you know the the nuts thing? I did. Um. So, so Rick, I left school in year 10. Well, I got expelled at the start of year 11 for not attending. Um, I thought I was going to be a professional athlete, which was never going to happen. But anyways, so I went to, I did my PT certs. And then when I bought a business, I did a um, advanced diploma in business at TAFE, um, which is a really good course, actually learn about management and all those kind of fun things. Um, but there was a, a topic in that where they say a lot of companies spend 9% on their revenue on advertising and marketing. Um, so that would be even on another stratosphere again. That's like nearly yeah. double five percent. So, yeah. um, but I don't think a, a, enough people really focus to invest the time, energy, and resources um, on being aggressive. But one of the things that I love most about you is, um, as I kept saying, I didn't want you to be reliant on our agency for you to keep getting leads. So when we when we transferred over the the ads, it's actually been pretty amazing at the start it's like when we when we did the transfer you're getting the same results as the agency um and you're looking over with the with the virtual assistant which just makes us more profitable in the short term and definitely in the fucking long term for sure as yeah, well sure. you can it spend that on that you look over it as well um but yeah definitely um i just think we, it's a good in-house skill to have like as well like because then you can assess how you're going your own ads and that sort of thing and yeah we've well, learned a lot this year well, one of the things, you know, I'm a bit of a control freak is one of the things I hated in our business, we worked with some agencies at certain times and I hate when people don't work on my clock. Do you know what I mean? Where I'm like, yeah. I want something done now. Like why? Yeah. Just because I said I want it now. So go and do it. And yeah. they, the agencies never work on your time clock, right? You're going to meet up with them and, you know, all that stuff. Yeah. You were different because you have my personal number. But still, we weren't working on your time clock, right? Now yep. that we've built the internal team, if we want something done tomorrow, firstly, we should have been better planned, but we can just get it done. You know yep. what I mean? So um, that's why I'm really big, especially for companies your size, is to bring everything internal just so you have full control and autonomy. Um, and it won't be a couple of months until you don't need me anymore to review the ads, but obviously I always will. And 
mate, the last one, it's very, everything's very sports-based, I reckon. It's like a bit of, bit of Pat Riley coming through. But the last one's about momentum. Um, and you got some like rocket momentum at the start of the year, you've kept it. But why do you feel like momentum's a, a really important thing to have in business? I just think it like, um, it gives your team a bit of belief. Um, and like it's probably another sport term, I guess. Again, but, yeah, <laughs> one one game at a time. <laughs> <laughs> I can't help it, mate. Yeah, um, yeah. I just think momentum's big, and it's so hard to like swing momentum. Um, so once you've got it, I just think like business is like this all the time. Like it's up and down, man. And like when it's up, don't mm. like cruise and think, oh yeah, this is going to last forever. Go harder. You've got more money. Things are going your way double down so that's just what we've done all year and we've made our own luck really so yeah i love it and we've got a big project next year how about i love our text chains they like fire me up <laughs> um so we got semi-private so we're launching <laughs> that liver king you sent me was classic <laughs> anyways so we got semi-privates so we'll talk about it publicly now how many members we're going to get this semi-privates to because we're kind of going back on far, far, forth on the possibilities yeah. Where do, what do you reckon the number is for next year on this semi-PT? Well, you reckon 150, so. Well, well, I just, because when we we're chatting, guys, just for reference, I was like, how many people do you want to add to semi-PT? I th- and you, I think you said 30 to 50. And I was like, well, I know semi-PT gyms that are nowhere near as good as us would smoke them, have over 150. Yeah. And that's like, because there's some businesses that just do that, right? Um, so I think 150 would be like the minimum if we can fit it in. And if not, we'll oh. make space. I'm big on like, if you tell me, if anyone says, oh, someone else is doing this, I'm just like, fuck, i got to do better than that. So if you say well, people are doing 150, we're doing 150 plus. So, yeah. I know people that, um, and they're, they're really amazing people, but um, they've obviously got good businesses, 150, but they, um, they don't have your size. They don't have your marketing ability, your team and stuff. I think 150 would be the minimum amount. I can, we can cook it. Yeah. It'll be absolutely mental. And that adds how much would that add? 150. What would it add in revenue? Oh, I think it was like 400k or something like four or five hundred. Yeah. Not bad. We could probably get more, but we'll just see. Cause then we got one-on-one and nutrition coaching and we'll go step yeah. by step. But mate, thank you so much for today. Um, I really, really appreciate it. Thank you for being so generous um with your time um and also with your knowledge for the fitness community. Um, guys, if you ever have um any questions, feel free to reach out to me um on social media and um, Rick, where would be, you know, somewhere if they wanted to check out the the gym, what would be the, the best place to kind of, you know, learn a bit more about what you guys do? Yeah, so Element Fitness Health Club is our gym based in Nutterwadding. So, yeah, give us a Google or check out our Facebook yeah. page or something like that. Yeah, You can give us a follow on Insta because then we got the VA yep. doing a bit of follow-up. So we'll yeah. see. We might get a bit of lead gen. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Bye-bye, guys. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. In the description below, there's a link where you can join our free Facebook group where we produce longer form content and give away valuable resources to help your fitness business grow. There's also six of our best downloaded resources. So go below and check it out now. And guys, we make these episodes for free free for you. Make sure that you've taken notes and you're ready to take action. And if it added value to your life, to your business, please share it with someone else in the fitness community.